I am going to share with you the worst business advice I've ever heard. Hey mom, so welcome back to the channel. This is the Entrepreneur Life Coffee Chat. So grab your coffee in your favorite mug. Here's mine. I'm a mom, what's your superpower? And you can find it at the Mom Boss store. Okay, so this is a time where we throw our hair up and it might go up in the middle. Um, and we kind of kick back and we just talk about a topic that um, is either interesting or concerning or something that needs to be addressed for work from home and homeschool mom. So today I decided... I was going to share with you what I think is the worst business advice that I ever received. And it wasn't um, from someone in particular. It was from a lot of sources. And once I tell you what it is, you're no, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So, yeah, so it came from a lot of different places and it caused me... I don't want to say an emotional downward spiral because it's just way too dramatic. Um, like my life is not that wrapped up in what I do, but it really caused me some consternation. We'll use that word, uh, you know, and some turmoil thinking like, I, I can't do this. How am I supposed to do this? Uh, is this is not going to work for me. Um, so all of these thoughts and then like this searching for something that was with not within my reach, I couldn't grasp it. And it took a long time. So I went down. So this advice led me down this rabbit trail that took kind of the long way to get back to the path that I needed to be on. And so that advice was know your niche. And I know, I know, I am like, I am being a total rebel entrepreneur right now. I really am. So let's get some coffee. We've got to fortify ourselves, even though it's decaf. Okay. For me, all the advice, whether it was a business book, it was a blog, it was a podcast, whatever it was, this was like the first place to start was... Know your niche, create the silly avatars, and know your audience, um, and all of that stuff. So I remember sitting there just thinking, like, I don't have a niche. I am, like, the jack of all trades here. I have never worked, except one job that I hated, I've never worked in a job where my job description was just so straightforward and um, kind of just fit into one cubbyhole. I've never worked that way. How am I supposed to start a business when everyone is telling me now I have to work that way? So, okay, I'm going to let you in on the, on the conclusion because I don't like, I don't like being kept in suspense either. Do you need to know your niche? No, you don't. I have been a very successful... See, now the hair's going up because it's kind of 
warm. Okay, so I have been a very successful virtual assistant without a niche. And this is not for everybody, okay? I'm going to say this just like uh, the advice finding a niche was not, was terrible advice for me. Uh, I could say the same about this. You don't need a niche as well. I would say that those who don't need to know their niche is a very small niched group of people. And I would describe these people as generalists. So you have, you've had a long career of doing a lot of things and long career. I mean, like that's 10 years if you want to give it a time frame. So you've had a career of doing a lot of things. And so what that has done is it's stretched your muscles, your information gathering muscles, your skill muscles to learn different things. Now, you may not be an expert at all of these things, but you have the knowledge that you can then pull into different areas. Um, I never thought I would be at the point of designing and publishing books, but because I've worked on websites, I've had to to um, do graphic design projects, all of these things and editing and all of that, I can pull them in to one of the projects I'm doing now, and that's designing books. And no, it's not these low content books. See, aren't these awesome? New, newest one. Okay. It's not these low content books. There's books with actual words in them. And so because I have that skill of pulling the pulling um, this information in, I'm able to say like, yeah, I could do that. Um, so that is one area. So you have, um, and I have no notes for this. I didn't even write anything down. I'm like, I know this topic so well because <laughs> I've had to strenuously wrestle with it that we're just going with for it. I did write and do another show that's more in depth. So I will in depth. So I will definitely leave that link below, but, um, just to kind of like start, yeah, scratch the surface on this idea. And again, this may not be for everybody. Um, but we all don't have to fit into the same round hole. Okay. We can be square pe pegs and fit into a square peg hole. Um, anyway, so back to your niche. So you need to be a person who is a general generalist who has a track record of being able to pull in all of these things and, um, assimilating information quickly. I think that is really key as well. And then, um, again, you just have a career where you've done a lot of different things. So it also creates um, a, a yes mindset. So I remember, uh, it was a few years ago, it wasn't that long ago, reaching the point of realizing that there's not a whole lot that I needed to say no to because I could, because I've had such a long track record of figuring things out, accomplishing the task, doing the job, 
and things that I did not have previous experience in, that I was capable of taking on new things without necessarily having prior experience. And I don't say this like, yeah, just go out and do this because I've been burned by people who overestimated their experience. And so you need to be very honest about it, but at the same time, not afraid to say yes either. And so I wanted to also show you because this has been one of my biggest frustrations when it comes to the business advice out there is you need to know your niche. What are, what are you specializing in? What are you, what services are you going to offer? And I think we just need, so the pendulum is so far over to one side. I think we just need it pushed back a little bit to find some balance. Now I will say I'm probably like the opposite end. So maybe if you've heard this advice and now you're hearing something different, it'll just kind of push you into the middle. Like I think I am an extreme. Um, I'm on the other extreme when it comes to, uh, you can be successful in business without a niche, but I want to offer hope to those who are out there and who might be like me in mental turmoil saying, but I don't have a niche. How am I supposed to be successful when I don't have a niche? And because I put my money where my mouth is, there's a free workbook and you can get this. Uh, actually, the link is in the description, and if I remember, I will leave it in the pinned comments. Um, but it is the Mom Boss 2.0 workbook, How to Start a Business Without a Niche, so you can break free from the 9 to 5, be your own boss, raise your kids, and enjoy your life. So it is possible, and again, it's 20 pages, and we go through. Those are just notes for me. <laughs> so here's the outline, how to use it pages so that you can write down ideas. We're going to talk about why, and then you're going to find out what your why is. And it's, it's, it's the mompreneur application of Simon Sinek's. So even if you've read, start with why this one will still help you. So type of business, you know, the problems you solve products, the one liner for your business. And I have some more in here. Describe your services. You're going to go through all of your services and then you're going to rank them because if you're a generalist, if you're someone who is not going to have a niche, then there's things that you can do that you're not going to want to do. And just because you can do them doesn't mean you should. If you absolutely hate something, I don't think you should do it. But at the same time, there was, like I said, there was one job that I wasn't, I, it was a specialist kind of a job and I hated it. And I was asked to do it in my virtual assistant business. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just give it a try again. And you know what I discovered? I actually didn't mind doing the job. So it was more of the work environment that caused such a bitterness in my, that bitter taste in your mouth. Um, and not the actual work. So keep that in mind as well. So we're going to go through your services. You're going to rank them. Then we're going to talk about potential clients. Now, I hate this idea. And I know, again, like total rebel here, rebel mom right here. 
of like designing this fake avatar of who your ideal customer is and giving them an age, giving them a name and all of this. So we're going to actually talk about your ideal client as somebody you actually know. I know somebody in real life that you actually know who, who could actually use your services. So then maybe you could actually approach that real life person and maybe they would actually hire you because they see the benefit that you bring to, to the table. Hmm. Sounds a whole lot better than a fake avatar. But anyway, I digress. Okay. So we're going to talk about potential clients. And of course there's charts for everything. And then what your initial investment is. So we're going to go through costs and all of that and then just some other things to consider and more resources for you so it is totally free 20 page and it is my I've been doing as a virtual assistant for seven years and I you know thank god I've never had a lean year um they've been very good years every single one of them and so I just want to give to you all of the knowledge that I have pent up inside of me. So because the idea that you need to know your niche in order to start a business and be successful in your business doesn't work for everyone. And that is what I want to offer to you. If you can't find your niche, you don't know what it is, and that hasn't worked. Try, here's an alternative and it's free and there's no upsell because I don't have anything to upsell you to right now. I do. I do want to create a course out of it. So that is the next goal. But like, let's think out of the box. Let's think of alternatives of how we can be successful in business. And this is just one way to do it. Now, again, this is not for everybody. Um, I do think if you're going to start a blog or something like that, you should know your audience, but your audience doesn't need to be incredibly narrow. My audience, for my blog is work from home and homeschool moms in the past, in recent years that has become a larger audience, but it is still, still a very small group of people, but yet the topic is incredibly wide. Um, so it's not necessarily a specific niche, although I think for writing, it does make your writing better if you can actually write to a specific audience, not necessarily a niche topic, but a specific audience. So that's that would be my, one of my business advice if you're starting a blog. And so we're going to wrap it up here. So let me know if a niche has worked for you or if you are going to try, if you need to look at an alternative and you can always email me, you email me if you have questions, there's a contact form on the website. So you can just shoot me a note through there and I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. I'm not a fan of upselling, um, upselling. I would rather give you, um, a lot of value, uh, for as, as much as I can for free. So that's why I do the merchandise and, um, hopefully I'm going to have a course. I am in the midst of writing a book, um, working on doing sponsored posts. So 
those types of things, affiliate marketing. So if you need a website, be sure to check out my affiliate links below. Just saying. Um, because all of these things in the coffee or the kofi.com, all of these things help to um, to really give you a whole lot of value that doesn't cost because I've been there when I was starting my virtual assistant business and I'll leave the link to the story to my story below. Like I was laid off. I lost half my salary trying to figure out how to, um, well, let me rephrase that. My husband and I lost half the salary because mine was 50% of our household income and trying to figure out this, figure out this virtual assistant thing. And people are just charging exorbitant prices that I, I couldn't afford at the time. And I don't, I don't want to do that to you. I want to try to provide as much value, um, for as little cost or free as I possibly can. So all these other avenues, you can buy products, you can do all of that, um, that you gain more value from, do that help to support all of this free stuff that I am giving. So that, that was a bonus. And we're going to sign off for this Mompreneur Life coffee chat. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review in the podcast and all that good stuff. Uh, I really appreciate your support and I will see you in the next show.